All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Episode number 22 of the Daily Faceoff podcast. Uh, we're glad to bring this one to you. We just had quite a bit of technical difficulties before starting the show. Yeah, Super Pretty glad. excited about it. Definitely not frustrated <laughs> yeah, to start off the show at all. Yeah, we're not mad at technology one bit right now. <laughs> I'm feeling great. No, we're in I'm the pre- best mood. I'm pretty sure Beebs has got the sniffles. I just overcame the flu, so we're not feeling 100%. <laughs> uh, fancy hockey playoffs are in full swing. Uh, but it doesn't seem like anybody really needs a lot of fancy hockey information at this point other than waiver wire pickups. Uh, so before we get into it, I guess I should introduce uh, ourselves in case we have new listeners 22 episodes in. I'm, of course, your host, Brock Segan, and with me as always are Dylan D. Berthium and Michael right B. Captain Sniffles in the building. <laughs> Yeah, so we last week we talked about uh, March Madness a little bit to start off the show. Um, I think we had about 50 people enter the March Madness pool, so we're going to start the show off a little bit by talking about... Uh, it's literally 50. Yeah. Yeah, right on 50. I saw yeah. like three guys at the bottom joined but didn't even fill out a bracket, so... Thanks for I mean, the, at least uh... it's free. Um, we're, but yeah, we're going to talk about March Madness a little bit, uh, discuss kind of heading into the Sweet 16 here, how all of our brackets are doing, who's leading that uh, daily face-off contest. Uh, then we're going to talk a little bit about our fancy hockey playoffs. We're all in the Nations Network Keeper League. Uh, it's the first year of the league, and we both are lucky enough to be in the playoffs. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Lucky. Um, and then I don't know if you guys remember back in January, I think it was episode 12, we did a mid-season draft. Uh. Um each of us drafted twelve players, two goal sorry, ten players, uh, two goalies, 
Um, so I'm going to update everybody on that, let you guys know who's winning, who's losing, and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our, our draft picks, our best picks, our worst picks um, before we get to the break. So uh, we've got you know, a little bit of a fun show. Um, by the end of it, I'm sure you guys will have a couple laughs and we'll, we'll give you some fancy hockey advice at some point. Uh, but let's just start talking about March Madness because it's that time of year. It's always uh, it's always fun. Uh, I know when I was sitting on the couch this weekend with the flu, it was like pretty much the only thing that got me through. Uh, especially watching MSU go down in the oh. first round, that was pretty pretty extraordinary. Yeah, was nice. I had him win in my my bracket, um, but <laughs> I could could have cared less. Like it was awesome. Um, my bracket was busted immediately, but I didn't really care because watching MSU lose is hilarious. No, so, it's not. Um, <laughs> So, but as of right now, Dylan is in first place out of the three oh, of us. He's currently sits in what's eighth good? out of fifty in the daily faceoff. Uh, Second most possible points remaining. Nice, and I'm in nineteenth, and Biebs is in twenty third. So we're not supposed to do yeah, too dude. bad. I got a couple teams left, but we both have me and Biebs both had MSU win the whole thing, so we're pretty much screwed. Yeah, Actually, definitely screwed. Um, it's funny because we did another uh, little contest, like just like my neighborhood and stuff. We always do like a 10, 15, 20 person thing or whatever. And uh, my girlfriend, she is like in sixth or something out of, I think, 12. But she has like by far the most possible like points left. Yeah. She has 15 of the 16 sweet 16 oh, teams. Just, yeah, just killing oh, it. That's crazy. I think I think she has maybe 14 or 15 left and. So she uh, she actually had MSU get knocked out in like the second round or something. <laughs> Good read. Like, no Good way. read. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, she's a genius apparently. When knows a lot more about basketball than Definitely. I do. Uh, but Fancy the leaders of the March Madness pool, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Marco P is in. That boy Marco he has he has UNC winning it all. Oh, Marco, um, he's actually tied. He's actually tied oh. for first with P Janice. Um, Janice has. The legendary Kansas winning the whole thing. Uh, they're followed closely in third by Aaron Smith. Aaron Smith, who also has Kansas winning it all. And then tied for fourth is at Steve Tice, who has UNC son, and Ice Hawk 55, who has Kansas. Um, also, D, who do you have winning? Oklahoma. Oh shit! So if Oklahoma wins, like you're looking at, you're locking uh, it up. No, really, you're because up the free... buddy Marco in first place there also has Oklahoma winning. And he somehow no, also has UNC. UNC. Oh, okay. His UNC. Oh, then who was that? It was Janice, maybe? Nope. You were talking about how he had Iowa State also. Yeah, but whoever's bracket but... I was looking at also had Oklahoma winning, I think. So maybe it was... Oh, really? Uh, uh, the next closest is the guy in 15, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was definitely just wrong. You're laughing. Because whoever gets, like, the champion yeah, the most, right, right, pretty so much wins the whole thing. Right, let's right. go. So you could take the uh, the free um, Nations Network playoff draft. I'm holding it down for the podcast right now. There you go. Yeah, you're making us look good. Except like you, nobody would even know because your name is so ridiculous. You didn't, you didn't listen to the rules and use your Twitter handle as your contest entry name. So now nobody even knows they who know. you are. I have to admit, I also didn't use my Twitter handle, but it is my first name, so it's not. Yours is a little easier. I figured you'd be able to. D's. I don't even know what D's is. Like, couldn't tell. I, I figured you know uh, my Twitter handle if I want. So, Bert the Ill Bracket. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, what the hell does that even mean? Don't worry about it. It means it's an ill bracket from Bert. It's clearly it's a sick bracket. It's a sick bracket. Yeah. Did you call that SF Austin upset in the first round? Was that in your bracket? No, or was that an ill did... bracket? No, that was in the ill bracket. But I did have Northern <laughs> Iowa going to the Sweet 16, and they looked yeah, like they that's were an going call. like they I'll were. Like la- call. 
they were laughing their way to the Sweet 16, and then they blew like a what was it, 12 yeah. point lead in the last 33 oh, seconds. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what do you? How do you even do that? Just like I, I sat there just like, what? right there. <laughs> just blew it away. Like I thought Michigan blowing a 12 point lead in the second <laughs> half was big deal, and like, those guys just blew 12 points in like 33 seconds. That was something else. Yeah, that game sucked too. Yeah, that was tough. It was. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to talk about. It. We don't have to. Talk right, about no, it. we don't. Xavier blew up my bracket too. They, they really, they I had too. Wisconsin. So I was, beating I was him. just as sad as Bill. <laughs> yeah, AJ? I had Wisconsin. Nice. Whiskey, eh? Yeah. I was like Bill Murray, just sitting there depressed in my. Xavier yeah, that was so <laughs> sad to see. <laughs> sad Bill. Not as no, bad as Gary I Payton. At one point he was dude, bad. that was almost as sad as Bill Murray's Christmas special on Netflix. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I'd give that. There. I'd give that a three out of the five. The second saddest moment of the year so far for Bill. Yeah. yeah, he's had a Bill Murray and Miley Cyrus on a Netflix <laughs> special is just yeah. weird. I was, uh, I was that special had me. I was, you know, I was uh, an engaged viewer right up until Miley started grinding on Bill, and that was just that was it for me. Yeah, <laughs> I well, was like, hey, shut her yeah. down. See what else Netflix has Bill to offer. Me. It's fine. Christmas Ghostbusters hour. three. No, not even going there. Um. Do you guys have anything else to add about March Madness? Like, Beebs, who blew up your bracket besides MSU? Anybody else or just all MSU? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Honestly, I expected to look at my bracket because ever since MSU lost, I kind of just gave up on it. Um, <laughs> I expected to go in and just be like, oh, 50 out of 50, doing great. Um, but now that I'm actually looking at it, um, I don't know. Uh, Villanova's, Villanova's been winning. Actually, I have a decent bracket, like, like I said, better than I expected. I did take FS Austin to win um, against West Virginia as well which I didn't see until now. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, oh, I don't West know. Virginia. Wasn't Just even close. In, in general, it's like an okay. Oh, USC killed me. I took them to go a little bit further than they should have, and they got knocked off by Providence in game one. Um, and then I took them to beat <laughs> UNC. Yeah, okay, just bad. I don't even want to talk about that. It's so funny. My bracket, literally, like, the one side of the bracket is literally perfect, like, Except for Northern Iowa, like it's perfect. And then the others, you look at the other half of the bracket, it's literally all red X's, <laughs> like just nothing going on. Like Michigan State side literally got everything wrong. So it blew up there, but I think that's enough talk about brackets. Unless, uh, do you have anything else to add to your championship bracket? Uh, no, come see me next week. I'll have a little bit more to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, you guys also, you guys share a team in the Nation's Network we do. Keeper League. Yep. You guys are facing off with the real deal Neil in the first round. Do you guys have any idea yeah, who who's real deal Matt Neil? B. Matt B. I don't know who that is, though. Wow, that's bad. You guys should not be working on Do you know who it is? Daily Faceoff podcast. Do you know who it is? Yeah, he's the guy who started Daily Face Off. What? We're going to kick your ass. In fantasy, the, him and him and two other guys were the one from Bell River are the ones who actually started uh, daily faceoff. He's the one like I still work clo- like the most closely with on the Nations Network. So oh, that's I, good. legend. Uh, but he's the real deal, Neil. So yeah, he's the one that actually started. So I guess you guys, there's a little daily faceoff yeah. history yeah. to beat for him you. This so, week, then. so yeah, if you guys beat him, you got a little bit of bragging rights over the uh, the founder. Of oh, we should have put something on it. Entire site. We get, we get to yeah. rename the website the Beebs and D Faceoff. If we win <laughs> for one week, yeah, right. All of a all of a sudden, Four our, our like, traffic just dips. Nobody can find yeah. us. <laughs> we just fall off the map. Uh, what place did you guys end up finishing? Like in the regular Sixth. season, we went twelve and Sixth, ten. Yeah, I was. I I, I tweeted like probably like a, over a month ago. I got the little star next to my name before anybody else clinched the playoffs right away. No problem. Then kind of just like fell off the map. I think I lost like three of four heading into the playoffs and ended up finishing fifth. Was not Jeez. happy about it. Who are you playing all. right now? 
I am playing the participants who finished fourth. Do you know who they are? I don't even know. Uh, I think it's Ryan Pike from uh, Flames Nation, who up, is Ryan? the guy who didn't even draft his team. Uh, he's the guy who does the game day blogs for uh, Flames Nation. But I'm up 5-4 on him. I, honestly, so I'm in the finals in my other league that I was talking to you guys about last week, the, the weekly league. I'm in the finals in that league, so I kind of was just paying attention to that. Totally forgot the playoffs started this week yeah. in the Nation's Sneak League. Up on Went and checked it today to see fantasy hockey podcast yeah oh, oh yeah sneak. too much going on but i went and checked it out i'm like oh man like i'm probably just getting dusted i'm actually winning five four but i have a goals against average of 876 so far <laughs> nice. so sure that's not your save percentage? Solid save no my save percentage is 813 <laughs> <laughs> just terrible so, your goals against um, is my sca- your save percentage right now yep that's ridiculous that's nice. that happens that's nice but uh, and I'm and I'm going on without Tyler Segan, so it's been rough. But yeah, I was stupid enough to leave Jimmy Howard because I wasn't paying attention Ooh. in my lineup against the Lightning last night. Yep, he got yanked why. real quick, and then Mrazek was also in my Ooh. lineup, who's not even starting. He gets put in, gets lit up too. So that's got my GAA up near the uh, the nine Ooh. mark. So hopefully we can battle back. I think I've got uh, Brian Elliott going tomorrow. Let's go so Brian. Hopefully he can post another. That's the thing yeah, I, I was going to say. SO, did you have Brian Elliott in last night? Cause... Jeez, no, he had a I 37 save shutout. Yeah, I know, okay. I know. I totally forgot about the playoff. I went and looked, I'm like, Jesus. oh shit. So hopefully I can hopefully I can still pull it out. The skaters are off to a hot start. Are you guys winning right now? Uh, Yeah, it's 3-2. Just uh, neither of us had a goal yet. A goalie goal yet. <laughs> um, so ridiculous. So we, we got eight points though, six apples. Just, uh, yeah, tough to, can't really call anything at this point. A lot of games left. And like I said, no stars. No, he's got Jumbo Joe over there ready. Yeah. To just he still doesn't have anyone going, any pennies going tonight, but we got uh, Rask. Luckily uh, for us, he's got Crawford he right now. Um, yeah, Crawford banged up. And, uh, Schneider, Schneider banged, banged up. up yeah. Allen not really getting any So we got pretty lucky. He does and have... I just picked up Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller's on free agents somehow. So. Hmm. Scoop that out. Yeah, I had they they, just all, they so. seem to just be alternating. Just Vancouver's Vancouver. not pretty garbage too, but at the same time, Ryan Miller's Ryan Miller. Like, come on. That's great. Yeah. He's got Varlamov starting the next two games, but I think they play like Pittsburgh and Washington. So maybe you guys will be taking some lead in the uh, the goals against and save percentage category Colorado? there. No, we got a yeah. huge one against your boys in Philly tomorrow. Oh, yeah, Colorado. You're right. Sorry. They play Philly and then they play yeah, Minnesota, which so is a massive game. You need us to win. Yeah, big time. Us. I'm going to be cheering hard for, for oh, the yeah. Avalanche. Is lacing big up. Avalanche fan. Sorry, I was I was talking about New Jersey, not Colorado. New Jersey plays Pittsburgh. Yeah. and uh, Colorado's got like two Philadelphia. huge games with like no lineup. Yeah, just nobody Ugh. in the lineup. But, boys, I guess we should move on now and talk a little bit about our midseason Roto League that we did. So we did this back in January. Uh, like I said, 10 skaters, 2 goalies. Uh, tons of fun. Um, I ended up fun. getting first... I ended up getting the first pick, and I took Tyler Segan, um, which didn't turn out to be so hot. And then I guess we'll just get into who we all who we thought our best and worst picks were. Um, but as of right now, so I did the Roto standings today, took a look at them. Currently, me and D are tied for first. Um, I'm being handcuffed quite a bit by the fact that I took <laughs> Carey Price. I've only got one goalie, so my goalie stats are lagging behind significantly. Uh, but I'm dominating skaters basically across the board. Uh, but yeah, me and D are tied for first, and Beeb's just pulling up the rear by yeah. a lot. I'm going to make a comeback. Last, so. in, 
last in skater statistics and still somehow tied with me in goalie stats, even though I only have one of two goalies. I don't know how that happens. I have decent, like, it's like, I have Holby and uh, Lundquist, too. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's crazy because, like, so that's why I thought it would be cool to do take a look at that because it shows like, while I was Holby's going been. through it. Nice. Yeah, exactly. I was going through it, and I found a lot of, like, numbers that you don't, like, unless you look for them, you don't really know what to look for. So, like, since January, um, Holpe does have 20 wins, but he only has a 2.67 goals against <coughs> and a 9.07 save. Yeah, I think, uh... um, which is easily the worst of the, the five goalies that were drafted. Fatigue, uh, um, and he was the first one off the, off the board. Yeah. And the other one, I'll name a couple other crazy statistics that I found. Like Taylor Hall, since January, has only two power play points. I thought that was pretty wild. Um, like Brent Burns was just the best pick ever. Yeah. He's just been ripping yeah. it up. 152 shots. I think that's like second, only second to Ovi, most of only Ovechkin. So I'm assuming yeah. I took that category. But uh, shots on goal? No. Yeah, you did, actually. You did. Uh, but, Beep, since you're bringing up the oh. rear, we might as well let you talk about who your best picks were. We'll let you shed some light on the good on your team, and then we'll uh, have you shed some light on okay. the dark. Um, well, the good um, is definitely my top scorer, Ryan Getzlav. Um, I took him in, like, the eighth round or something. I took him really late, um, a couple rounds even after Corey Perry, and he's had 33 points since then. He's been a plus 11. Um, hasn't really gotten the shots. He's only had 80, which is actually the second lowest behind injured John Klinberg on this list. Oh, wait, sorry, and McDavid. So um, he's uh, he's down there with shots. But he's been uh, he was really good across the board for me, so definitely a uh, a worthwhile pick later in the draft. Yeah, it was funny because like, I, I didn't even – I totally forgot to write down like who we took, so I had to go back and listen to that episode. And at first you took Perry, and you're just – like, and this is when the Ducks were still shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, like hopefully they pick it up and then – you're like, uh, yeah, I guess we'll take Getzlaff too, and th- hopefully they pick it up, and then they actually right. have, and those have been two of your better picks. So, uh, But, D, who is your best pick? Uh, best pick would probably be Burns. Um, he was, uh, yeah, he was my fifth pick. Uh, so I'm thinking probably Burns. Also, I took Crawford with, I think, my last pick. Uh, and he's been pretty, yeah, he's been outstanding. Yeah. So I took Schneider and Crawford to round it out. Um, definitely went wrong with Taylor Hall, though. I think it just didn't turn out. Obviously, he's had a rough yeah, he second half. Keep it up, but uh, he was my fourth pick, so it would have been like, yeah, right at the first swing there. And he's only had 18 points, minus 11. Thanks, Oilers. Uh, <laughs> but actually, only two power play points uh, over that time, which is crazy. He's definitely uh, the bottom on this list, which is ridiculous to think. Yeah, yeah. My best pick, which like should really come as no surprise, but I got Crosby in the third round. And he's been like just absolutely on fire. Forty nine points in thirty four games since we did the draft. Twenty two goals, uh, plus eighteen, which I think is like the second best over that entire span. Yeah. Ten power play points. And then yeah, my other was, best pick, same I cannot team, believe this was. One, uh, by the way. So when I was listening to it, you guys kept discussing about how I was drafting all these injured guys because I took McDavid, <laughs> I took Price, and I'm like to round out. You guys were chirping my injured squad. I'm like, yeah, to round out the injured squad, a guy that can never stay healthy, Chris Letang, <laughs> and he actually has stayed healthy, and he has scored the second most points, actually tied for second most with Patrick Kane with 36 points since That's January, crazy. 11 goals, 25 assists, plus That's 11. Crazy, uh, he's been a stud, and he was my he was the very last pick of the whole draft. Um, but Beeps, who was one of your worst picks? Um, I think Holtby definitely can fall in there. I took him pretty early on 
Yeah, I think you took him like fifth. Yeah, overall. I took him second round, so I think he. But and then and then D screamed reach for like four minutes. <laughs> yeah. But we've already we've already been there, and I did that because I thought like, oh yeah, I'll take Holpe, and then I'll just take the goalie categories, and then I'll way out and whatever. But um, another bad one that I chose was uh, Vlad Tarasenko at four, and I remember choosing him or in the fourth round, and I remember choosing him and just being like, crap, there was such better players on the board. I panicked. Um, but he's he hasn't really been that good. He has 12 goals, 12 assists since we did the draft. He's a minus three. Just hasn't been up there with the likes of the other guys that were going in those earlier rounds. So uh, could have did better there. Yeah, it was it was actually so jokes because I took McDavid like pretty early because I didn't want you guys to take him. He's my boy. And then he's even though he didn't even play in January, like he has 30 points over that yeah. time. He has like which is tied with Jamie Ben, Ovechkin, more than Corey Perry, Tavares. Like it's it's insane how good uh McDavid's yeah. been since coming back. Like he really does have a chance to win the Calder. Like there, I've seen so many articles written about potential Calder champions or I shouldn't say Nominees. champions, but winners. Yeah, sure. yeah, recently and like McDavid honestly ha- like might win it. Like he's been just light out. Like he would have walked away like waltzed away with it like no problem if he hadn't got hurt obviously, but um, he, like if he gets fifty points, I'd have a hard time knocking. Yeah, I think that's him. what we were we were saying a few weeks ago when we were talking about it too. Anywhere in the fifty to fifty five point range really puts him in the conversation with Panarin. Yeah. Anybody else that you would consider a bad pick, uh, D? Uh no, Besides like I thought. Overall? I thought overall, like uh, the draft went pretty solid for me. Um, I took Malcolm with my third pick, and he's been a little slow, I guess. Only twenty four points over that time. <coughs> And, uh, and only 55 shots on goal, which is pretty weird to see. Yeah, that, that his shot totals baffled me when yeah. I did it. Um, it was crazy too, because like just like when I rewrote all the teams and started going through, like your lineup looked so stacked. I'm like, oh, D ran away with this, like no doubt about it. But then some of the big game name guys that you picked up, yeah, it's like, not like they've done like terrible, all, but yeah, they just haven't been like uh, you know on fire or anything like that. Like yeah, for sure, even guys. like Kane's obviously slowed down to what he was doing in the first half, so. Yeah, like, I was in the same boat. Like, I'd say one of my worst picks was Segan, who I took first overall. And literally, my reasoning for taking Tyler Segan was just because he ha- he's obviously because he's good, but only because of his last name. Um, and he's only got 23 points and a minus 17 over that span. So, um, the last name obviously didn't carry me to the victory Surprisingly, there. Surprisingly. Um, then another guy I'd have to say is P.K. Subban. And it's not even because he's been bad. 25 points. Uh, 25 points over that span. But the problem is I took him over Brent Burns, who's been literally just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So if I would have taken Burns, I'd been running away with this thing instead of Subban. Uh, but yeah, PK now out with a neck injury. It's been a little bit suspect. But hey, we've got a couple weeks left, so I'll keep tr- I'll keep tabs on that. Keep adding up the the stats, and then we'll get a final case of beer uh, wrap up at the at the end. Yeah, case of beer. See who uh, see who walks away with that. As of, as of right now, it looks like Biebs is well out of the running. Uh, but you never know. I mean, Holpe could rattle off a couple shutouts here <laughs> coming in, in hot from the back end. Wait till Carey Price gets back for the final two weeks of the season and just goes on a tear. I just end up coming oh, in. Oh, I've been waiting all. all year for Carey Price to get back, so I can continue. Can to you wait. even like put a dent into any of the goalie categories? Um, like honestly, Carey Price returning would probably do me like like a disservice. Like I'm up there in goals again. Like I'm leading goals oh, against man. probably because That's I only soft. have one. Go- yeah, <laughs> it's like that guy that just starts a goal. Yeah, we should have put just, some like, uh, some cap on some minimums. Yeah. Some minimum <laughs> starts required. Like Price has to start. Oh, that Duster game. gets a shutout day one and just takes three of five categories for the week, and you're just yeah, like, then come just, on, yeah, dude. Yeah. Sets him. But it's different when it's in like a like a four month or three month league. Like I literally have no chance in wins or shutouts. Like just 
nothing. <laughs> so, and I'm not even leading in save percentage. I think DU got that because uh, Crawford's save percentage has been ridiculous. Nice and solid. Uh, but yeah, for sure. Um, but since basically there's no chance um, that Beebs comes back and takes this case of beer <laughs> or from the other, from the two of us. Um, we're going to go ahead and go to a break, but when we get back, we'll get back with the injury report. And then we've come up with a little game um, to play on Thursday night. Uh, you guys can get in on it too if you'd like. Um, that'll maybe give Biebs a little bit better chance. Clearly, he can't pick a winner, no. so maybe we'll have to change the rules <laughs> yeah. to help him out, uh, make it a little easier for young Biebs. Uh, and then, of course, we'll get to uh, some playoff waiver wire additions. So enjoy the, enjoy the Blue Stones, and we'll get back with that in, uh, in a minute. <laughs> Face-Off Podcast. I am your co-host, Dylan Berthium. Hope you enjoyed that sweet lick from the Stones, the Blue Stones. Uh, right now, it is that time of the show again, where I try to prolong my time in the mic as much as possible. <laughs> Talk about anything that might cross the line. It's raining right now, outside. Um, Could be still happening by tomorrow. Right, right. If Right, freezing stuff, they're calling for that. Yeah, might get some snow in the forecast, I hear. Yeah. Yeah, like brutal. I was getting ready to golf this week. It's almost April. Let's go. Snow, you're supposed to be gone. Yeah, the the global forecast supposed to be some snow because <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um without further ado, it's time for the injury report with your favorite host of the Daily Face Off podcast. Brock, so you can take it away, bro. <laughs> Thank you, babe. Or not not babe. Uh, uh, but you're welcome. <laughs> uh, P.K. Subban will not play Thursday against Take the Red Wings, uh, but he is maybe going to play on Saturday. It sounds like he will. It's not a for sure thing, though, so uh, monitor Subban's status leading up to Saturday's game. Um, unfortunately for the Beebs man, uh, Nathan McKinnon and Matt Duchesne, both out with knee injuries, will miss at least the next two games. Um, they will not skate. They will not practice this week at all. Um, they will be reevaluated on Sunday, and then another uh, update will be released on their status for next week. Uh, so keep an eye on them. That's a tough blow for uh, the Avs, obviously, for their playoff hopes, Extremely and then obviously tough. for, for their, their fancy owners' playoff hopes as well. Uh, two big cogs in both lineups, I'm sure. The biggest of uh, cogs. Chris Versteeg is out with a lower body injury. No timetable for his return. Uh, according to John Rosen, LA Kings insider. It sounds like he uh, is probably not going to be back until just before the playoffs, although that's not uh, official at this point. Uh, Matthew Perot out indefinitely with a concussion. 
Uh, thankfully, Marco Dano returned after a one-game absence to fill uh, that void in the top six. They also recalled Nick Patan, uh, former Team Canada yeah. World Junior member, uh, who's actually playing on the top line right now. I'm not sure if he's recorded a point. I think he's played three games uh, with the Jets so far. Um, <laughs> he's big chilling. Continuing with the Jets, Nikolai Ehlers uh, is expected to return to the lineup after missing time with an eye injury. Uh, he's expected to be in the lineup on Thursday. David Perron is week-to-week with a shoulder injury. Uh, he's back in Anaheim uh, being reevaluated. Sounds like he's going to miss a couple weeks. Might be back uh, just in time for the playoffs. Might be back a little bit before. Uh, no definitive timetable there. Ryan Callahan, lower body, uh, has missed two games, two or three games. Expected to be back uh, for the Lightning's back to back this weekend. Same goes with Valtteri Filpula. A uh, couple more to get to here. Mark Edward Vlasic is expected to miss seven to ten more days with a lower body injury. Dion Phaneuf will not play on Wednesday night. He was injured in Tuesday night's uh, game against the Capitals. Uh, he's out with lower body injury. And then um, Tobias Enstrom, Kobe. knee injury. <laughs> Mike Camilleri, hand injury. Radim Verbati, knee injury. Yeah. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Alex Edler, leg injury. And Eddie. Brandon Sutter, jaw injury. Sutter. All out for the rest of the regular season. Smell ya. So... A uh, tough year for See the Canucks, the to say the, the least. Uh, but let's get to this little DraftKings game that we designed specifically to give Beavs a chance to win. Because all uh, I do although, is win when it comes to DraftKings. <laughs> although I would, yeah, I was going to say, maybe we should have did it like another way. Because it seems like when we do DraftKings, you actually do pretty well. Uh, but so what we decided to do to help Beavs are actually just more so for fun. Um, there's 11 games on Thursday, so an absolutely packed schedule should be a lot of fun. Um, normally also before we get to this little game, I do a cheat sheet on Wednesday night. Uh, but because there's only, because there's only two games tonight, uh, me and DraftKings agree that it's kind of silly to just do a two game cheat sheet. So Uh, so keep, yeah, exactly. So keep uh, an eye out for the cheat sheet coming on Thursday and then another one again on Friday. And then, um, DraftKings was unable for whatever reason to get me an exclusive contest last weekend. Sorry to everybody, especially Beebs who was looking to keep his winning streak going. (laughs) Shut it to you. Um, but there will be one again coming back this Saturday. Woo! So, um, this DraftKings game, what we decided to do for the Fat 11 game slate, um, I made the rules that you had to spend up to at least $300 or less uh, from the cap space. You couldn't just pick like the worst players. You had to spend up to at least $300 to the cap space. And they got to be healthy. And they have to be healthy. They can't be healthy scratch. So you couldn't take Tyler Segan team who scores the least amount of points wins we haven't decided what should we do for a way just a couple bucks maybe a maybe a tall boy each or a king can the funniest hat you can find in national sports schooner that's still sponsored by boston pizza okay schooners it is (laughs) winner gets a schooner from the other two so yeah whoever scores the least amount of points better play us for that plug huh that bp better pay us for that plug yeah they should um but yeah, so basically, it's just a joke. Honestly, Definitely it was way harder. I think you guys can agree it was way harder than it sounds yeah. to pick a team yeah. that's going to just be yeah. terrible. Um, but Beep, since we basically designed this contest for you, let's go to you first. Who do you have on your squad uh, for Thursday night? Um, so as you mentioned, it was ridiculously hard. Um, just because like normally there's so many factors that go into it, and then it just turns everything into the opposite, and I'm sure you guys can agree it was just mega mega hard but uh my lineup here i have taken up my center spots i took uh nazem kadri 
Henrik Sedin. And then, as we mentioned, he, this guy's playing horrible. Taylor Hall, uh, he was very expensive, so that's why I took him. Uh, <laughs> Brad Marchant going against Florida. That's because Boston's on a back-to-back. Just got to hope he falls apart by game two. And then I got the other Sedin because right now, Vancouver, sorry, all you Nux fans, they really suck right now. So um, <laughs> I hope that that continues. And then I got Radko Gudis because he's overpriced. That guy's been putting up points that he's never even heard of. Like, I didn't, I didn't even know he could count to 19, and I think he has, like, 20 points. So Radko. I don't uh, know if he actually can count. <laughs> no, Radko Gudis is a great player, him. but not a fantasy player or a DraftKings player, but he's very pretty expensive. Apparently not that smart. Apparently he's not a good counter. No. Well, that's just because he was, like, this huge Slovakian guy runs people over. That's why I just figured he couldn't count. But, um... Tyler Myers, and then my goalie was actually my favorite pick. Um, <laughs> if this was a real team, you would have, like, the most physical blue line ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to run people over. Oh, I also took Seth Jones with my utility, so I got three just huge D-men. Um, <laughs> but my goalie is my favorite part. I chose um, probable starter Scott Wedgwood. Um, He's actually confirmed. Okay, confirmed as of daily faceoff. But the thing about Scott Wedgwood, Wedgwood is confirm. he's playing against the Red Hot Penguins and, like, I could just see Crosby finding so many holes in this kid and just, like, I don't know. I, I just hope he gets lit. He's probably going to post, like, a 42-save shutout and just win, like put up more points than both of these teams. <laughs> the most ridiculous line. thing is right now he's averaging 7.2 <laughs> fantasy points per game, so I'm like, whoa. Well, that's because he played one. Yeah, I know, exactly. One of our tennies just gets lit up. Like, that's all you want. Someone gets a yeah. shutout, you're just like, no! Either way. That's my team. That sounds like a terrible team. It's awful well, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's it's, it's decent, so funny because but... I'm literally I'm gonna play this just for for fun with you guys, and then I'm gonna probably just put it in another contest because I'm trying to go for the low score. Like these guys will probably all score and <laughs> go off. So I'm just gonna play them in another contest and just hope like maybe I'll lose this one. <laughs> but uh, D, who'd you take? Uh, so I did kind of a reverse lineup stack, uh, flipped a coin, and just bet on Boston beating up Florida. So I. Uh, went with Barkov and Yager because I thought they were both kind of priced pretty high, even though they've both been doing fairly well lately. Oh, yeah. And I got Luongo in net, so hopefully Boston just pulls that one out for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Kadri because, you know, sorry, bud, but uh, you're playing the Ducks. Yeah. And Who were somehow was lit up for four goals against the Canadians last night. Yeah, I had John they're not, they're not coming in happy. No, I ranked John Gibson my number one goalie last night. Like looking at that Montreal lineup, like just god awful. Like probably honestly, a little bit jet like, lag in Montreal. They got a couple days. Their yeah. defense was terrible. Bad. Yeah, it was bad. I was embarrassed. But sorry, yeah. continue. So, I kind of spent up on the forwards a little bit so I could just get some god awful defensemen. <laughs> so then to round up my forwards, I took Everly and Wheeler. Both been struggling lately. Wheeler definitely since Little has been out too. Yeah, for sure. Um, even though so Shrivey's been going off, too. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Miller with an A in Kevin. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> he's in the league. <laughs> so, Plays alongside Chabra. Yeah, so he's uh, he's going for me. Averages 1.9 fantasy points per game. <laughs> Daryl Nurse, for all our uh, lovers of the <laughs> Oilers Nation podcast. Uh, Daryl's no, do, do you know why they call Darnell is the nice guy and then Daryl's the one that's dad stands in the crowd and screams beat the shit out of him or whatever that's what they always say <laughs> Daryl so D- Darnell's the one that goes to tur- Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> Daryl's the one that flips the table alright so uh, hopefully Daryl yeah, shows up yeah hopefully Daryl shows up and just shits the bed gets and like a 10 minute I got your boy Mike Green holding down that utility spot yeah. I didn't even think about taking three defensemen it's good strategy what How'd you not think about yeah, that? Yeah, that was I my go-to. Sometimes I was, having, I was having a hard time spending the money. 
Yeah, that's why I, I went for just like a bunch of forwards who like are good players. Just hoping they all have duds of a game. <laughs> Who's your I think that's why you got a reverse lineup stack in this and just hope for like Ras to throw a shutty down. Yeah, it's true. Because I figure he'll be taking that game. He's starting what, tonight, you, probably. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but he might start yeah. both. Who knows? Probably. Oh, that that wouldn't be good either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right, true I think too. I lost. Florida's gonna kill Boston tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I saw you putting together your lineup. Goalie, I was thinking that was like my goalie's Longo. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot you mentioned because he was a lot. Time. So it was like I. Well, um, here's my lineup. Yeah, I took at uh, center Vincent LeCavalier because he's well past his prime. Uh, doesn't shoot a whole Pete lot, so won't, Come on. Won't, ra- won't rack up the shooting. What points. Is, what has Vinny done to you, man? He knows he's past his prime. All right, <laughs> only seven points in his last twenty-one games. Uh, doesn't, doesn't shoot, doesn't score a lot. Then I did what Beeb did, did you as see well. him Tilly again in the O three Cup Finals, though. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That was great. Uh, I also took both the Sedin <laughs> twins. Uh, the Canucks have been shut out in three straight games, which is just unheard of. Keep it uh, going. Probably gonna make it. Probably gonna make it four straight yep. against Pecorine in Nashville tomorrow. Um, each of those guys only have four points in their last ten. Um, then I took Jakob Voracek against the Avalanche. Um, Love it. Only because Voracek's only averaged fourteen minutes and 43 seconds since returning from uh his injury only one assist and five shots in uh in three games since returning from his injury going off for five points tomorrow hopefully not uh (laughs) then i took matt bolesky who only has uh one assist in his last 11 games and he's just not that good at hockey then i took zidane ochara who has no points in his last 14 games so uh hopefully him and kevin miller just don't do anything Watch the map. Uh, then I chirps. Took... He's a Windsor alert. Yeah, he's gonna come kill me probably. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan Suter, who has two assists in his last seven games, and it's Nicholas Backstrom's return to Minnesota, so I fully expect him to just stand on his head uh, and shut out the Wild. So I probably should have stacked all Wild, but I wasn't totally confident in my prediction that Nicholas Backstrom would stand on his head. The so last time we it? tried to attack Nicholas Backstrom, he actually played good. So yeah. that was early in like podcast. He played really seven. well. He got. He... And then uh, my utility spot, I took Patrick Sharp, who's averaging kind of similar to Voracek, only just under 15 minutes since returning from his injury. Uh, one assist in three games. They're playing in Arizona. Mike Smith's looked pretty good since returning from injury, which is funny to say. Um, and then my <laughs> goalie is Varlamov. Um, he actually has won four of his last five, but with McCann yeah, and Duchesne out, unfortunately, um, I think the Flyers will get past them. I hope, honestly, that Varlamov stands on his head and uh, they win and I come last in this little pool because that'd be great for the Red Wings. Um, but just, again, you know, no Duchesne, no McKinnon. Brutal lineup in front of him. Desperate Flyers team against him. Um, and that's another reason kind of why I picked Voracek because at least if Voracek scores, I lose the points on Varlamov. So uh, I thought that was a decent strategy, but it didn't take three defensemen. You guys are pretty pretty intelligent people. Hey, but yeah, so, so my mom wins. says too. Yeah. Okay. How about this too? If anybody goes over thirty points, they also have to buy a shot for the winner. <laughs> because if you go over thirty, like when you're trying to get the lowest score possible, that's just a. Let it also be known, yeah, I do not do shots. So like, if I win, that shot goes right back to you. You so. got to take a shot then if you lose. Yeah. For sure. All right, it's gonna be the the like least like or biggest fruity shot ever, but it's going down. It's gonna be slug. Oh man, gonna slug it. <laughs> All right, let's get to our waiver wire pickups and let's let's kick it. Uh, it's been a nice 
you know, short, fun episode. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. But now we'll give you some actual fancy hockey playoff advice. A couple waiver wire pickups. Uh, last week we dug real deep into the pot. We're gonna kind of scrape the top a little bit more this week. Uh, Biebs, we'll start with you. Who are you picking up in the playoffs this week? So I'm gonna go with uh, with Michael Stone. And um, thing about him is he's kind of been there all year, but I don't think anyone really wants to accept that the name Michael Stone is a fantasy relevant name. Um, he's he's a young guy. I thought you meant Mark. Oh, exactly. People are like, huh? Huh? It's, it's Michael? Yeah. That's the full name? What? Okay. No, but yeah, this is the D-man out in Arizona, and uh, he's got five goals, 29 assists on the year. That's not bad for a D-man. He's really kind of stepped it up in the last couple of months, and yes, that's months, so he's been here a while. And uh, he's getting a lot of power play points. Not a lot, but he is getting power play points now. So the reason I say Michael Stone is a lot of teams kind of have that trailer defenseman that's hanging out that they don't really know, should I keep, should I let go? Let him go. Pick up Michael Stone. He'll do you a little bit better. He will get you power play points. Points. But if you are pushing for plus minus, which I don't know why anyone's fantasy team would ever, don't touch Michael Stone <laughs> because he is uh, he's a pretty big negative being out there in Arizona. But that's just going to happen when you play for that team. Um, for sure. But definitely a guy who a lot of people would probably not pay attention to. And if you're in a bigger league, more uh, a bigger league with not a lot of uh, defense to choose from, Michael Stone's definitely a guy to keep an eye on out there in, in Arizona. I almost said Phoenix. And- you almost said, yeah, I was going to say, I almost had to put a dollar in the Phoenix chart. Oh, yeah. But instead... Uh, but yeah, Michael Stone, he's kind of bounced around uh, on the first power play unit, and then if he's not, he's anchoring the second unit. Big shot. Um, I actually play him a ton on DraftKings, too, because he blocks a lot of shots. Um, so I it's actually... I, I use Michael Stone quite a bit, actually. But, uh, D, who are you picking up on the waiver wire? Uh, we've already talked about him earlier this season, but uh, real quick, just want to talk about Thomas Hurdle again. He's back on the first line with Joe and Joe. That's Thornton and Pavelski, respectively. Uh, <laughs> seven points in his last six games, though. Uh, still just at 41% owned on Yahoo. Just uh, worth taking a look at. 20 shots over that span as well, so he's definitely been really productive. Seen ice time, uh, trending more towards the high teens. Um, and he's got dual position eligibility at center and left wing. Uh, on a good team like the Sharks as well, you don't really have to worry about the plus minus being a factor. He's plus 15 on the season. Uh, so, yeah, if Hurdle's available, I think he could definitely help a lot of squads in their playoff push right now. Yeah, it's uh, he's had a good year, and the Sharks have looked really good lately. Um, <laughs> it's funny because we kept talking about how um, you know how it's going to help adding Reimer. Like, it's going to be a nice addition, blah, 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 blah. It gives him a good, you know, tandem and net and it really has like they've yeah. been great yeah Reimer's like, been, been awesome like did did Reimer and Jonathan well. Bernier just like hate each other or something because like Reimer gets traded Bernier like he's still splitting time with um Garrett Sparks but Bernier's just been unbelievable since that Reimer trade what what's going on there I don't know for everything I've seen James Reimer is the nicest human being yeah, that, I so. yeah I know that's true everybody did love him so maybe Bernier I don't know it's crazy Bernier's numbers. Like his last, maybe th- Reimer wasn't a Mandela fan. Yeah. <laughs> People don't forget John. Bernier's won. Not forget. <laughs> Bernier's won three of his last four. One twenty-seven goals against. Nine fifty-eight saves. And she might even not even be a terrible pickup, which is kind of crazy to say in the playoffs. But you don't actually, want to recommend a Toronto goaltender. No, I was just, and I just was actually. Don't pick up Jonathan Bernier. I just looked <laughs> Don't at their, do it. I just if looked at the schedule. You know, if you're the, desperate, you're desperate. They got the Ducks, then the Bruins. Yeah. Oof. And then they got playoff hungry Bruins. And they got the Lightning and oh. the Panthers. So oh, don't God, pick up Jonathan Bernier. They then have the Sabres, so maybe you can spot start them against the Sabres. There you go. And there then you they go. play I the Red Wings. Maybe track. you can spot start them against the Red Wings. They'll post a 30 save shot. Oh, you can definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, me for nuts. sure. 
Uh, so yeah, you can spot, spot, spot start him next week. But uh, a guy you can pick up that I will definitely recommend right now is Devontae Smith-Pelly. Um, 12% owned in Yahoo League. Smith-Pelly has seven goals and three assists, so 10 points in nine games with the Devils after posting just 12 points in 46 games with Montreal earlier in the year. Um, he's playing on the top line and the top power plays. So the opportunity is obviously there. Um, the one thing worth noting, obviously, is shooting at an extremely <coughs> high 35%. Um, which obviously cannot be sustained over a full <laughs> season, but we're only looking for a couple-week fix here. Um, so something like that, like a really high shooting percentage, can be sustained over a short period of time, which is all you really need him for right now. Um, and when he's playing on the top, you know, he's getting all the opportunities out there. It can definitely he's feeling continue. himself right now, for sure. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't happy. He cried a little short, bit about getting traded, uh, but now yeah. he's over there just ripping it up. And crying about yeah. how happy he is to be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what's too Tears honestly like when I was I was rattled when uh, Montreal got him from Anaheim because like it was the year I think the year before Anaheim played the Wings in the playoffs and Smith Pelly was just a beast like just he was young at the time but he was just like a monster running around hitting everybody potted some pretty important goals and I thought he was actually going to be a decent player and then he went to Montreal and I'm like oh shit now he's not yeah he hasn't really got a fair shake yeah he hasn't now he actually is getting his, his you know some yeah they gave up like some nice ice time and like Stefan I mean I'm not gonna oh yeah I'm not gonna sit here and act uh shocked by Michelle Therrien's lineup decisions at this point no and like yeah just doesn't make sense what they're doing up there but maybe uh maybe they're running that team in French you know maybe it Maybe it's just the translation thing. And maybe they thought like Stefan Matteau is just like super French, but then they found out he's he from wasn't. America. Yeah. Well, I think his dad's actually. Yeah, I French, think they got owned on Boyu on that one too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's and like, yeah, I can't speak a lick of French. Like, oh. It's so funny when you look at their lineup though. It's just like so many French names. Like, why? Why don't you just like yeah. like I mean Doing I guess like, so they beat the language. Are but... they calling him PK or PK now? PK Subah. PK. But. Uh, that's it, everybody. Uh, we don't have any Twitter questions this week. Uh, I kind of threw out the questions late. We didn't get um, any, really. Yeah, so, no, no Twitter it. questions no this love. week. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Hopefully, if you did, if you guys continue to enjoy the shows, make sure you tell your friends, tell your friends' friends. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Make sure you check out uh, the Blue Stones on Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, but that's it. Check that's episode out. 22. We'll see you books. guys next Thursday. For Michael Jordan, episode number 23. What? Yeah, he's uh, MJ is going to be on the show. Did we get him? Did we book MJ? Still working Miley with it. Cyrus oh, song still, still working on getting Michael Jordan on the show. Yeah. Owner of the Charlotte Bobcats. Nope, Charlotte Hornets. That's what he's most famous for. Yeah. <laughs> he had a brief acting career. Oh, too. no. I'm ta- oh, that's Brothers. the Michael Jordan we were trying to get? I was trying to get Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. The yes. Windsor alert. Yeah. Former Windsor Spitfire. I was trying to get Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael Jordan. Oh, shit. Sorry, boys. I thought we were going Justin for the actor. Vault Part 2 right now. <laughs> the <Carolina>. actor. <laughs> There's a lot of famous All right. Michael Jordans. Take care, you mutts. Yeah. Pray for <laughs> my cheese. fantasy team. Yeah. Zuh. Good luck to everybody in their fantasy playoffs this week. See you next week. If you don't pray... You know, I know that. Just hope really hard that we're just, <laughs> just the same.
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.